0: Welcome to Visionaries Global Media, your number one source for podcasting entertainment. Visionaries Global Media, envisioning excellence on a global scale. Sierra Hotel, India, Echo, Lima, Delta, Shield.
1: Thank God for Wrestling Twitter taking. Uh, I will never
0: badmouth them again
1: until oh, I find that they very hard to Until they <laughs> screw me over. <laughs> no, yeah. Thank you, Wrestling Twitter, for not truly screwing us. <laughs> Good afternoon, good evening, good morning, wherever and whenever you are listening. And thank you again for listening. It's hugely, hugely appreciated. This is Chain Wrestling with Mags and Cy. I am the incredibly unprofessional, apparently, Si, for being <laughs> 10 minutes late today. And the guy chuckling at my unprofessionalism in the background is the guy who's with me as always, my podcasting best mate. Uh, oh, he is the...
0: That really does mean a lot, you know.
1: Uh, that, <laughs> that's
0: got me in the field. has it really, yeah.
1: has it really, I, after you know, he sent me a message calling me unprofessional because I said I'm gonna be <laughs> this, like Yeah, Royal. <laughs> he is the body armor to my face paint. He is the head of the table to my main event. He is the podfather himself, Mister Mags. How are we doing this week, sir?
0: All the better for, for those lovely, lovely words. It honestly really does mean a lot. Um, wow. Well, yeah, I'm blown away by that. Uh, but yeah, having a, a, a decent start to the week, I suppose. I've got to uh, watch a, a decent match for this show for once. Uh, yes. I've been doing some research earlier for uh, an episode of Badlands, which covered some stuff that I've never watched, and it's pretty damn gruesome so yeah it's been a, a fun
1: start to the week so far gruesome high gruesome bloody or gruesome awful
0: well uh, i mean giving the game away uh this, the episode won't drop for a few weeks because i am uh very very anally retentive in terms of getting uh uh well ahead with with our shows on badlands but we're uh, talking about the the greatest uh hardcore wrestlers um and uh, again, don't really wanna to give too much away in terms of my picks because I know tolly listens uh <laughs> but yeah, uh, some of these Japanese wrestlers are fairly nuts um yeah, I've been watching uh pool elimination death matches uh penalty box elimination death matches uh piranha death matches uh alligator death matches. Um scaffolding death matches, spider nets of, of barbed wire death matches, like, they they're fucking nuts. They're absolutely yeah. nuts.
1: I've seen I've seen matches like um yeah, stuff like that. You know, you see the sort of cloudy explosions going off and the barbed wire and all the blood and all that sort of stuff. And I couldn't tell you what promotions it was, like is it Wing or F M W and, and stuff yeah, like that? both
0: both those, yeah. And yeah. Uh, RWA as well.
1: Yeah, like when I used to—I mentioned it before on the show—when I used to pick up the video tapes from this this bloke who had a little uh, music store down an alleyway in Gloucester, and it smelled damp and it was all horrible and gross. But that's the only place you could pick up certain wrestling videos and stuff. And I used to watch bits and bobs from there. Yeah, quite uh, quite eye-opening stuff when you're used to, um, you know, say I don't know John Cena and the worst STF in the world, and you just sort of turn <laughs> over and you see that—it's a bit. <laughs>
0: Oh, yeah, it's uh, uncomfortable in some some times to watch.
1: Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. Crazy, I mean, that Sushonita man, he's he's just awesome. But, <laughs> but that's just because he's badass and his entrance theme rocks, but that's it, you know. <laughs> but it's going
0: to make for a, a very interesting episode of Badlands, so certainly, uh, I mean, promoting another podcast on this network, how dare I, but certainly listen out for that.
1: <laughs> yeah, definitely, if the Badlands ever week. me, it's great, I love it. But uh, yeah, so yeah, you, so you, you've had a good week then, looking into your gore.
0: Yeah, yeah, I mean, I'm glad I've, I've done my research so I don't really have to do it again because it's not my style of match, but I mean, I'm not one to kink shame two weeks on, I can see why it's so
1: popular, because it, it's mental, uh, but yeah, it's been fun. Yeah, good stuff good stuff yeah my week's been okay mate same old same old you know still sort of looking for work and sat around the house and waiting for lockdown to finish and but people i know are starting to get the jab now so that's a that's a positive thing it seems we're heading in the right direction oh that's um, good you know there's there's a music festival that i go to a, a small little one it's only about sort of two three four thousand people or something like that in nottingham at the end of august they're apparently still going ahead oh so that'd be and, cool yeah so me and my mates sort of toying with the do we still go this year we're a little bit apprehensive because of what's gone on but we're sort of looking into it and thinking it might be a possibility um so yeah a couple of things to to look forward to i guess my friend
0: yeah me and me and the wife uh go to Bingley uh music festival quite a lot and um, we haven't been able to go obviously with uh with the pandemic so hopefully there'll be uh some news regarding that pretty soon because yeah i've missed it
1: yeah yeah i mean live music's fantastic i'd really love it you know and um yeah. obviously one one of the bands i I really love just gone off a bit of a musical tangent now i guess but uh one of the bands i love and i've done for so many years um are the choir boys are you familiar with them, mags or uh
0: i've i've heard of them i'm not uh, i wouldn't say i'm a huge fan but yeah. i have heard of them
1: yeah i mean I, I play them at home you know semi-often they're not like one of my all-time faves, like uh, a, a Wasp or an Iron Maiden or an ACDC or someone like that or a or whatever. But I, I do really enjoy their stuff. I play it sort of semi-often at home. But live, yeah. they're fantastic. There's the great party band. They're brilliant. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, they were supposed to be playing the Gloucester Guild Hall, which is I mean I can walk there in ten, fifteen minutes from my front door. Um on the Friday night, which is also a bonus a Friday night, isn't it? Um which was going to be my fortieth birthday. And obviously COVID. Oh what a shame. Yeah. Kicked it. I, I, when it was all announced and it all came out, I thought, man, that's like the stars aligning, isn't it? A band I love playing my home city or my home town's Guild Hall on my birthday. And it's a Friday night. You can Wait, you can ask for anything better than that, could you? Brilliant. and the, the support band were a band called uh, massive who were just brilliant old school old school rock and i love them as well And i thought this is gonna be awesome yeah so that covid firmly kicked that in the bollocks didn't it but uh, <laughs> but they've rearranged now for the end of the year as well so i'm looking forward to uh to hopefully catching them um in gloucester at some stage so yeah good stuff mate or hopefully things are things are looking up on the whole coronavirus front i suppose
0: Yep, yeah, absolutely. Uh one thing that the coronavirus really did ruin for me, uh, uh I'm a big fan of uh, a comedian called Ian Boldsworth and he uh he has a podcast uh called or he did have a podcast called The Paranormal Podcast where him and another comedian uh called Barry Dodds um Basically uh argue the case for uh weird and paranormal uh, things that have that have happened throughout history. So this guy, Barry, he's a firm believer, you just literally have to tell him a story and he'll instantly believe it. Uh whereas Ian is more kind of scientific and methodical and he rips it to pieces and it's it's absolutely hilarious. Well they uh basically uh, crowdsourced and crowdfunded their own movie called the parapod movie and it was being shown in uh very few select uh theaters and uh me and the wife uh managed to snag some tickets to go and see uh see the first performance but then coronavirus happened and all the the performances a bit cancelled so yeah i'm a bit uh a bit uh, disappointed about that but hopefully we'll get news about that being uh, rescheduled soon because yeah i really want to go and see that movie
1: yeah. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I'm not familiar with those guys. You'll have to, uh, you'll have to send me some links over so I can have a look. Yeah. I mean, I like all, um, sort of paranormal stuff and obviously he doesn't like comedy. Everyone likes having a giggle, don't they? Yeah. So, I mean, you, you may know him as the comedian Ray Peacock. I
0: think that's his no, ring a
1: bell. Um, I'll, like I'll,
0: bell. I'll send you some, uh, links over anyway, but yeah, honestly, I've, i I just laugh out loud at, at the, the Parapod podcast because this Barry is so, so gullible. Uh, pretty much like mrs mags if there's something about ghosts or <laughs> or something spooky she's instantly believes it Yep, yeah, it's true it's got to be true and i'm like what a lot of hogwash don't believe that bollocks pretty much like like ian's uh side of, the, side of it so yeah it, it's just really really comical so yeah i'll send you some links
1: yeah yeah great stuff um yeah brilliant okay hold on okay that's uh that's great uh, before we get into our, I suppose, two main topics today are sort of um, well, the wrestling match that Twitter have thankfully chosen for us to watch. Thank God! <laughs> thank God for wrestling Twitter taking. Uh,
0: I will never badmouth them again until
1: I find that they very hard, hard to
0: Until they <laughs> screw me over.
1: <laughs> no, yeah. Thank you, wrestling Twitter, for not truly screwing us. Watching my 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 decision to put something forward that was truly horrendous uh out of tiredness and grumpiness and spite at the time not re- not thinking it through and realizing i've got to watch it myself as well so <laughs> well thank you very very much wrestling twitter before we get on to that though and um our interactions on twitter this week also with regards to uh people's kitchen or food related uh issues and accidents um I got really, really pissed off yesterday, Mags, and I want to, I want to share with you and the people listening why I got pissed off, mate. And it just seems that
0: this yeah. is turning into be kind of like loose women,
1: but, <laughs> but with two, two middle aged blokes just griping at the world. <laughs> Basically, it, uh, I think that there are certain aspects now of modern technology and it is going to be very much a case of I, I'm moaning about something that a lot of people don't have and all that sort of <laughs> stuff, so don't take that, you know. It just pissed me off at the time. I, was, I don't know what it was, I'll grouchy or something, I don't know. But um, a, a little while ago, a couple of months back, I had a upgrade on my phone. Um, I don't tend to have like the up-to-date, flashy, super-duper or singing or dancing jobs. I don't need it, you know. Um, the updates tend to go to the kids i sort of pass them down sort of thing
0: yeah
1: on this occasion i mean they both both my younger girls who i do that with um they've got newish phones off their grandparents or they had them for christmas or birthday or whatever so i thought okay i'm I'm gonna get not the new one because it's too expensive but the one below that and i got a good deal because i've been with with this particular phone network for many years and they sort of gave it i ended up with a better phone and for a cheaper price which is you know you can't Can't complain about that Yeah. yeah no totally um, in an evening I spend a lot of time well i I probably say a couple of times a week I sit out in the back room and I play my old Windows 98 PC with Championship Manager 2001 on it um, having a few beers listening to podcasts listening back to certain shows uh, of ours and that so I know what to edit the following day and so on having having a couple of drinks and, and so on but I'm listening to it through my phone through through my headphones these new phones bags they haven't got a hole for the headphones oh you are so out of touch sir no honestly my wife said that hers was the same but i didn't really pay that much attention so i'm not going to lie, it didn't directly affect me so i probably didn't give too much of a shit to be fair you know but uh, this one i've got this this samsung i've got they've normally got a little hole for the, for the head for the headphones right mm-hmm. Yep. this one has not so i started having to use like bluetooth headphones which i got a pair knocking around me so that was all right But then that, again, then adds on an extra complication because you've got to make sure not only is your phone charged to be able to play your music or your podcasts or whatever you're listening to, you've got to make sure your fucking headphones are charged as well. (laughs) All right? Now, I'm sat there sometimes listening to... I could be listening to your wonderful Burnley Dulcet tones talking on uh, Badlands or or whatever, mate, and listening back to some, some shows there. And then you, you know, my my listening enjoyment can be rudely interrupted by this. I'm guessing it's supposed to be a woman, but it's kind of a scary robotic woman going low battery. <laughs> and I'm just like, all right, but, but the thing is, it doesn't say it's not like, Oh, low battery. As in you've only got, you've got 10 minutes or low battery. You've got 15 minutes or low battery. You've got two minutes or anything like that. It just says low battery and it keeps doing it again and again and again. And it just cuts off, but there's no way of me going on and looking. And, okay. It says low battery. How much have I got? Oh, I got caught an hour left. I can't check that. I'm just getting shouted to that low battery. And it makes me fucking jump sometimes because it comes out of nowhere, you know? So I thought this has got to change. So I, I bought this little wire, uh, like three, four quid where the, the hole in the bottom of the phone is for charging your phone. Right. Mm-hmm. And again, you, people listening, you need to, Magsy is, is fully aware of how shit I am with technology and how crap I am with anything like this. Um, the amount of times I've got to message him and say, "How do I do this?" with regards to looking something up on the internet or something podcasting wise, and he has to talk me through it like I'm a <laughs> I'm just child. Sure. Yeah, I'm literally like a four year old who's you know doesn't even know how to turn the telly on or whatever. But yeah, this, the phone I've got it's got the little hole in the bottom for your charger, right? That's the only one it's got. That's the only that's the only hole, mate. Right now, when I've bought this cable to convert the phone to be able to take the the little. Sort of what was it three and a half mil jack for the earphones? Oops. So I've not got to constantly charge my earphones up and all that. I realized, okay, that's got to get plugged into the hole that is for the charger, and that's where my earphones go in. Okay, so I did that last night. The wire arrived, I plugged this little thing in. I'm listening to this, the music, and now I'm listening to I'm like, I can't, is this? A bit of a bit of wasp or a bit of Melthead or something like that. I'm having a fucking great time, Max, with my new headphones and this new little wire. Fully involved in me, me really old shitty game. That's you know my computer game is older than all my children, and all this you know. I'm in a world of my own. um And then I get a beep beef. I look down, and my phone's got less than five percent battery left. <laughs> and I'm like, where this is going? And I'm like, right, okay, no worries. I got to charge my phone. So I get my phone charger, and I'm just looking at my phone. Like, right, I can't plug both things in at once because my earphones now go into the hole where the charger goes. And if I unplug that, I can't use my headphones. But I can't not unplug it because the fucking battery's going to die. All right, so let me ask you this, okay? Considering my last phone and every other phone I've had from Samsung, Samsung before, this, all these touchscreen phones where you can, you know, go on your Twitter and all, all that sort of stuff on, on your phone and that real clever smartphone sort of gadgets, right? All the other ones, I've got a hole for your headphones and a hole for your charger. Now these new ones haven't, and apparently it's you know they're they're all new and brilliant and excellent. How is that fucking progress?
0: It's because they lead to thinner, lighter phones. If you look at the the size of the 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 phone jack, it's quite. I mean, three point five mil doesn't seem big, but when you when it soldered onto the motherboard inside your phone, it it does take up a lot of space. That uh, is it is for that and with uh usb i'm assuming it's going to be usb c uh the the charging fitting yeah Uh, that's
1: that's that's when i ordered it that's what the thing said usb c yeah
0: yeah so that's a uh a very much universal kind of fitting so you can plug pretty much anything into it i mean you could essentially plug in uh a hdmi cable and hook your phone up to your tv uh through that same port um but you've uh You've actually gone about uh, solving this problem totally the wrong way.
1: Oh, Why well, does that not surprise me at all? Okay, so
0: um, <laughs> my, I'm like you. My fo- my last couple of phones have had no earphone jack and, yeah, it is very, very annoying until you buy some wireless earbuds.
1: Yeah, but you've got a charger, haven't you?
0: Okay, but they come in a little you know, like a little plastic uh, charging pack which will charge the earbuds multiple times each but the game changer is you can use one at a time so if you're listening to music so if you're listening to music and you're there on Champ Manager 2001 you can have one earbud in uh, happily listening to your podcast or your music, your other ears free for any kind of like ambient noise if uh, the missus is saying, will you turn that bloody chat manager down, uh, kids <laughs> screaming, uh, mog again, run over in the middle of the road again, uh, all that that palaver. But then when you get the, the the message saying low battery, you simply just take the other ear, put earbud out of the packaging, pop that in your ear, put the original one back into charge, there you go. Carry on, carry on listening at your heart's content. I
1: oh, see that. Honestly, that my, earbuds
0: so like. a, my earbuds are my a game changer. From pretty much uh, the minute I get out of the shower to um, whenever I'm recording a podcast, or even at night, I'll have one earbud in, listening away to whatever I have. Uh, I'm listening to whether that's music, podcasting. Honestly, they're an absolute game changer. There's also another way to solve your issue go on All right i assume with your new phone it's, it's relatively new you said it's like the the next one down from the the kind of flagship yeah i um, think so yeah i would assume it's got
1: wireless charging Ah, uh, see the wife mentioned something about this yeah but it's just something else i've got to plug in and put on my table isn't it? i ain't got that many plug holes <laughs>
0: <laughs> you, you can plug it in to a usb port on your computer uh have it sat at the side of your computer and then just plunk your phone on top of that um, whenever you're, you're playing and it'll happily charge away at five volts uh, supplied by your PC. Away you go.
1: Ah, uh, okay. Okay, I see. You're right. I'm completely out of touch.
0: <laughs> you're in the dark ages, man. Come I into am. Coming to the 2020s.
1: <laughs> Mate, honestly, uh, yesterday, I, was, I had such a rage. I was just getting so <laughs> narky about it. But no, that all sounds like a good plan. I'm going to look into this now. And obviously, you know, new new equipment, new tech and all that. I was you know, what, what are we now? March the 1st, as we're recording today? Yeah. Uh, only what? Was it seven, uh, nine months away till Christmas? I can wait till then, that'd be all right. <laughs> <You know? laughs>
0: I mean, ha- happily, but for, for uh, about 15, maybe 20 quid at a stretch earbuds, Uh, they'll, they'll happily solve your problem.
1: I'll have to get on that, mate. I'll have to get on that. Okay. okay. One thing I will have a gripe about, though. Seeing as I'm doing the old old man shouts at cloudfish, okay. <laughs> Abe Simpson here, come on. Yeah, that's it. One thing, you know, button flies on your jeans. That's not yeah. progress. In the mid-1800s or whatever it was, some fucker invented the zip. We don't need to go backwards, okay? That's stupid and it makes me cross. When you've got a few beers inside you and there are a new pair of jeans, you are run the risk of pissing yourself when you it, run into the toilet in the pub, don't you? That Uh-oh. gets my... Or
0: oh, you have to go for a school by we Yeah. Anyways, pants down. Like, to the floor, yeah. Zip, zips are, uh, they are sign of the times. I mean, you, you could even go as far and say, maybe put Velcro there instead. No zips, save uh, on, on resources, I suppose. <laughs> Velcro? Could you have Velcro on your, on your fly? No, not really. But, I mean, it is progress of, of, a, of a nature, I
1: suppose. <laughs> In the way kid, you could, have like, you could have the Velcro, and then instead of a proper big button at the top, you could have a popper. You know, like <laughs> on, on a title belt or something, and then it's just you know really quick access. You can just go whoosh, away. You go isn't it, yeah.
0: Or, or if you remember those uh, track suit pants, what had poppers all the way up the legs, just have that as a fly instead. Did you have a pair of them, Max? I had several pairs of them, and I was the coolest kid on the block.
1: <laughs> 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 amazing did anyone ever like just completely pants you when you're right just rag your trousers off
0: no because the ones i got were um uh adidas ones and they were but the top wasn't a popper it was a button so you could rag like the legs and look like you were wearing uh like some of your mum's culottes but at the top it was an actual button so you couldn't like
1: remove the whole lot all uh, right, there was a kid he used to hang around with us, and we used to just pants him all the time at the bus stop, <laughs> down the chippy he's a, McDonald's. He's
0: certainly not in therapy right now.
1: Uh, well, I don't know. I've not spoken to him in ages. I don't even know if he's still around. Well, that's a horrible thing to say, isn't it? <laughs> well, I hope that's not the case. I'm going to reach out. I'm going to try and find him. <laughs> anyway, Mags, So we, now I've finished ranting like an old man and you've helped me out with technology again, shall we have a little look as to what the people in Twitterland have been sending us this week?
0: Yep, again. Twitter does not fail to amaze, amaze me. At how these people uh, are, are able to do more than one thing at once is is unreal. It's like they've lost control of their of all the faculties.
1: Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's great, isn't it? I mean, basically, this week our our sort of secondary topic, our, uh, below the wrestling, I guess, our our semi-main, shall we say. Um, It was influenced by, I had a uh, fish finger. I made myself some fish fingers and whatnot. And something hard was in my mouth. I was like, what the bloody hell is that? I spat it out and it was half of a tuff. You know, and that's, I thought that was odd. And now I'm in pain because this tuff that's left is all sharp and it's cutting my tongue and all that. And then also literally 10 minutes after that happened... Um, I read up on a quite a well-known story that I, I'd heard before. And I, I know don't doubt for a second mags that you'll be aware of it as well. Um, but I read a little uh, thing online about former England goalkeeper, Dave Bessent, who in 1993, Uh, dropped a, I think it was a giant jar of salad cream or a big bottle of ketchup or something like that. I think it was salad cream. Yeah, and he he tried to sort of stop it from smashing on the floor and he kind of instinctively sort of put his foot out to almost kind of trap or control the big glass jar of of whatever sauce it was he had. Um, It ends up smashing into a thousand pieces, one of which apparently severed a tendon in his foot. Yeah, forcing him to miss weeks and weeks of action, and I do believe he actually missed several England games because of that as well. <laughs> yeah, so it got really. me thinking between Dave Besson's salad cream issues and my you know attack from a deadly fish finger. Um, I, I kind of thought, well, what's what, what other people have had accidents or injuries that are related to either food or the kitchen or anything along that sort of lines? Um should we die, die straight in, Mags? Yeah, because some of these are, are nuts. Absolutely yeah. nuts. Um, I'm going to go through um, pretty much just in the order we received them. Uh, Mr. Dan Griffin, which is <laughs> our, <laughs> our, our good friend Dan.
0: <laughs> I've heard many, many crazy... How he still is alive is absolutely beyond me. We should have a Dan Griffin section of this show uh, just for his absolutely lunatic stories i'll get him his
1: own little jingle made (laughs) i'll I'll, I'll speak to benny the voiceover guy and get him to do us a little jingle you know probably doesn't bring up the fact that we still haven't paid him for the last one but never mind it's (laughs) um yeah dan griffin at dan griffin 21 on the old twitter machine Uh, he says i have genuinely slipped on a banana skin in york station long stay car park and from that he pulled his groin now obviously banana skins in cartoons and i suppose mario kart is where you know they're, they're notorious for being slippy and characters fall on them i've never fallen over on a banana skin my wife says that she knows someone who has but that's it i don't i, I, I don't know if that actually happens to people does it does it max
0: i'm i'm sure there was a, a MythBusters episode where they they tested this and uh the bonancia actually has a lot of purchase on uh on the ground and it's it's not as easy to slip on it as you may think so yeah it's uh if you ha- are able to do it you are incredibly special
1: so basically what we're saying is dan griffin here and um mario are, are just a pair of plonkers being able to fall over on something that actually sticks to the ground
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: pretty. Uh, I'd say so, yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, Dan, oh, Mario, he's even driving when it happens. What a dickhead. You know? But <laughs> well, he does well to control the
0: skid and is able to carry on. So. Yeah,
1: I suppose <laughs> Mario Kart's ace, isn't it? <laughs> it
0: um, is so good.
1: <laughs> Dan also says uh, when he worked at Morrison's supermarket, he got slapped around the head with a whole salmon by his mate. <laughs> <laughs> and the teeth, the teeth went round and cut his nose. Uh, <laughs> it, it's jackass, isn't it? It's literally jackass. <laughs> <laughs> oh some of these summons, fine, they're bloody big things, aren't they? And
0: they weigh a ton as well. Yeah. Hi, my name's Dan Griffin, and welcome to Jackass.
1: <laughs> Do, the no, sack. no,
0: no.
1: <laughs> uh, we got one more from him here as well. Um, working at the rotisserie? Is that the right word, Max? Rotisserie? Oh, yeah. In Morrison. Yeah? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, What's that, like, the kitchen?
0: Uh, Where they cook chickens on a spit.
1: Ah, okay, right. Uh, Led to many burns, the worst being I was loading the hot counter, someone distracted me, I turned to talk to them, and my arm touched the hot vents. I didn't realise this until I literally heard my flesh sizzling.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I shouldn't laugh, but that's... That's hilarious. Oh, I think, <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, something smells good. Oh, yeah. What's oh, that oh, oh it, it, It's me. It's <laughs> me that
1: smells good. <laughs> Bloody hell. Um, Andy from Bang Bang Podcast. Uh, <laughs> pissed up, trying to get the stove to light. Lost both his eyebrows for about two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Now, Something similar happened to a friend of mine. We were at a house party and it, he was trying to light his cigarette. I can't remember the exact details, whether it was in the in the toaster or off the stove. Must in off the, in stove. the toaster? Off the, yeah, I like, thought the hot wires in the, in the toaster, you know, when you'd press the Jesus. toaster. Down. You know, I mean, we were at a party. I imagine there would have been somebody else with a lighter, but this guy wasn't the brightest, you know, <laughs> the brightest spark around. And um, This is mid-90s when... Well, sort of, yeah, early to mid-90s when everyone's sort of going a bit grunge, metal, mad. Uh, apart from me and my mates, we were all still very much into the whole 80s hair metal scene, Motley Crue, Cinderella, Poison, all that. So we had huge, big hair, hairspray to hell. And his his head just went out like a firework, Max. It just went woof because of all the hairspray he used. It was awesome.
0: <laughs> oh, awesome. Oh, yeah, I,
1: I, thought, I thought it was awesome. He, he wasn't too happy, <laughs> you know, but... I suppose the moral of the story there is make sure you got a lighter, I guess. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> You'll lose your hair. Uh, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, our good friend, Rob at UTT, Rob, he says, if you're counting on the way to buy food, uh, he was nipping into Asda in Burnley to get a sandwich. It was dark. He tripped over the brickwork around a flower bed and sprained his wrist.
0: The so the brickwork around the flower bed is probably not even gonna be as it? it's gonna be the ones near what used to be George or Curry's PC World. So yeah, what an idiot.
1: I got I've got, i got no idea.
0: Right, so whereas there is in Berkeley, it's on it's on its own like mini kind of uh uh trading estate. So you've got the the big store of ASDA, and then uh, going down the road, you've got like a few other little stores. There's like I think there's a carpet store, uh, there's a Currys PC World, and there was a, a George you know the ASDA clothing land. Yeah, they had their own store, uh, and then a huge obviously car park. Uh, but outside the actual ASDA, there's no flower beds. The the only flower beds are like on uh, near these smaller stores, so yeah, he must uh, must have been walking along there and, and tripped over. I mean, they they are pretty big. I don't know how you miss them. Well, you said yeah. it was dark. To be fair, but they oh. are red bricks. Oh, Okay, and it's and it's, the car park <laughs> is lit as well. We've is that like,
1: like, they are red bricks? What is red the only visible color in the dark or something? I don't. don't. <laughs> Unless you're red, green, colour (laughs) bland. Well, I suppose. (laughs) Um, Mill at Mill One um, decided to cook beef for his wonderful wife on their anniversary a few years back. Was trying to find the meat fork in the drawer. And as he was sorting through, um, he caught his finger on a very sharp meat cleaver. Meat cleaver shaped cheese knife, sorry. um, Blood all over the place and ended up having stitches the next day. It just Jeez. seems to me, like, everyone that listens to us is just a clumsy git, isn't it?
0: Yeah, I'm, honestly, they I, they they need everything wrapped in cotton wool. They, we might have idiots as as listeners. <laughs> <laughs> so, really? <Brilliant>. Saying, say, <laughs> saying that, I mean, my, my uh, knife and fork draw is, um, is very much a manfield. You've got to be careful what you're going in there for, and if you don't pay attention... The same thing could happen. You could you could lose a limb. It's brutal.
1: Yeah, mine's the same. Well that m- well, no, we've got mine's all like spaced out, as it should be like, you know, spoons here, forks there, and so on. But then there's like the other side of it, like down the side of the plastic tray thing, and that's yep. just that's just a bloody mess, man. Yeah. Oh we
0: well, um, you- We've got uh, the sharp, some of the sharps, uh, the sharper knives. We've got uh, the the potato peeler, which is brutal because it's one of those kind of like U shaped ones with the really thin, like uh, movable blade. And if that catches your finger, oof, yeah, that that can that can sting a little bit.
1: Yeah, I bet. <laughs> okay, uh, and I suppose finishing up from Twitter today. Then uh, we've got William Kitchen at the appliance one eighty. Uh, after watching World of Sport and then The Fall Guy in the summer of 1988 as a tender four-year-old, slashed his hand on a can of Coke. Um, sans ring a la cane. Scar still runs deep today. Now, those Whoa. those ringpools mind, when, the old ones, I mean, for those people who aren't as sort of advanced in age as, as myself it, cans the ring pulls on cans used to come straight the way off my kids wouldn't even know yeah. that used to happen they'd, they'd, be, they'd be oblivious but they used to come all the way off and you'd just be left with a hole where your drink would come out nothing above it nothing around it and it was effectively if you didn't have a like glass it, to pour drinking it drinking ra-
0: from a razor blade yeah, yeah, oh, yeah they
1: you, you dice to, to get your you know your taste of orangeade or coca-cola or whatever you're literally dicing with death you could lose yeah. a lip you could lose your tongue these things were lethal
0: Yep, yeah, absolutely. Uh, and then you've got in your hand the the curved, bent, razor-sharp razor, razor sharp piece of metal. What was in that hole in the first place?
1: Yeah, we used to get loads of them, right? <laughs> and put one on each finger, on each hand, and then act like we were Shredder from the Ninja Turtles. <laughs> <laughs> do you remember Shredder from the Ninja yeah. Turtles? That's what we used to do then when we were kids. Look back now, man. It's, how, the, how the hell I've still got both eyes or, or whatever? I don't yeah, know. It's madness, isn't it? yeah totally you got any uh food related injuries or accidents or kitchen issues mags i mean aside from
0: like like catching yourself like burning on on like hot ring hobs or with uh, with pan handles stuff like that, not nothing that really really stands out uh the odd nick with a knife i suppose but i've never uh, ended up like wounded myself or in that hospital or with a, a long-lasting scar from my exploits uh, at cooking yeah it's a i don't understand how these people uh are still walking i really mm.
1: really don't it is a worry it is a worry <laughs> um <I suppose laughs> maybe don't act-
0: listen to our podcast whilst uh, you're preparing food <laughs> yeah <laughs>
1: exactly <laughs> uh, the biggest accident i've had in the kitchen i suppose well there's two both uh drink related i'll i'll go with the the first one i thought of because it's probably a bit of a quicker story to tell so we can get on to actually some actual wrestling um i had split up with a, a long-term partner in when i was in my early 20s i was going out and i was living back at my mum's i was going out and uh meeting young ladies in the hope of uh uh, a, a, an eventful fun evening back at my mum's house in the spare room with a high class individual i was the big the, the, obviously a superb catch for any young lady out in gloucester mm-hmm. um do you want to come back to my mum's brilliant stuff uh, <laughs> this <well> one, <laughs> uh yeah <laughs> <laughs> this uh this one friday or saturday night or whenever it was uh this one particular lady uh came back to my mum's place with me to have an extra couple of drinks it must have been early hours of the morning everyone's in bed um i had a bottle i don't know if we picked it up on the way home or if it was already in the house because we're going back a fair few years now but there was a bottle of vodka um there anyway whether it was a, a new one bought or one that was in the house unopened whatever um i picked it up in the kitchen and basically was saying, okay, let's take this upstairs, have a few more drinks and so on. Um, as I turned, it literally slipped from my hand. The only thing left in my hand was the red cap and the sort of neck bit, the label that goes over the neck, if you know what I mean, Mags. I do,
0: yeah.
1: Uh, the, the, the whole full litre bottle of vodka hit the middle of the kitchen floor, exploded into a thousand pieces of glass. Uh, vodka just everywhere. The whole place. I mean, it's amazing how far a litre of vodka goes. It really is. Now, I, the danger I was in the kitchen m- is where my mum kept her dogs. So I've got broken glass all over the floor. I'm obviously slightly worse for wear. A little bit fuzzy-headed, shall we say, from that evening's exploits. Glass, vodka everywhere. This girl just decides to piss off. She's like, yeah, tell her, mate. And off she shoots. So I am literally just stood there on my own. Ho- trying to quiet the dogs down, trying to stop the dogs from running all over the place in case they cut their feet. God knows what time in the morning, basically on my knees, crawling around in vodka, trying to pick glass up. That's probably wow. the, the most, the, one, of the, one of the worst accidents I've had in the kitchen. Not, I suppose, food related, but yeah, not, not a great time in the kitchen at that point, I suppose. That
0: sounds pretty pretty bad. Um, did you not think maybe get a, a broom
1: well, okay. Where were you two decades ago, dickhead? Thanks for your help. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, brother. This is NWA, WCW enhancement talent, Randy Hogan, baby. Being in the ring with the Road Warriors, Vader, Abdul the Butcher, Midnight Express and all them guys. Let me
0: tell you, it was dang rough but not as rough as listening to Cy and Mags on that chain wrestling show, brother. What you going to do when this pair of fools, Cy Mags and chain wrestling brother, runs wild on you?
1: Uh, shall we talk some wrestling, Mags? Let's do it, sir. Yes, okie doke. The winner of this week's poll on Twitter at thank chain God. underscore yeah thank you very much uh at chain underscore wrestling uh, on twitter where the polls go up each and every week was from the money in the bank kickoff show 2013 and we have the usos versus uh seth rollins and roman reigns from the shield for the what were they called back then the wwe tag team titles or the world tag team titles or yeah. uh you
0: know. the wwe world tag team championship it was it was basically the 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 penny style belts yeah uh, just before the transition into raw uh getting the the gold ones and then smackdown getting the silver ones
1: yeah uh, what did you think of those belts mags then
0: I, I can't stand them they remind, remind, me. They remind me of uh Say when your 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 grandparents uh, bring you a present and it's a, a pound shop uh, wrestler uh, and they get a generic tile belt with them, they remind me of those kind of belts. I don't see oh, the, yeah. the link to WWE with them. Yeah, I think they're horrific. Um, this certainly will not be a belt that I'll be adding into my uh, belt collection. That's for damn sure.
1: Nah, I'm not a fan. I'm not a fan. Not in the slightest. But they had them for a while, didn't they? And they, they have some
0: silver ones as well. Yeah, the the silver ones are now the I think the SmackDown titles.
1: Um, yeah.
0: On, oh yeah. I think.
1: Yeah, not a good luck, is it? No, no. I don't uh, like them. No.
0: Nah. And they look so out of place compared to all the rest of the titles as well. They just they just don't fit in with the the kind of like gladiator um, like uh, helmets on. Yeah, they they're ridiculous. The Poundland belt.
1: Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Uh, the The date is July fourteenth, twenty thirteen. Yeah, we're coming from the Wells Fargo Center in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Um, ECW country, I guess. Lots of RVD signs in the crowd, and ECW chants, and so on. Later on, during the main show, um, an odd one, Max, Really looking at the the names involved in this match. I guess it's you know several years ago, a different time. Some big big names involved on the kickoff show.
0: Yeah, uh, basically the the current WWE uh, World Champion, one of the the biggest stars uh, in WWE today, with Seth Rollins and and uh, and the Usos who were. Uh, almost guaranteed to be a Hall of Fame tag team and, and obviously we've had Jus so in the in the main title picture for for quite a while now. So yeah, for me it was a massive shock that these were on on the pre show. And you mentioned about uh the R V D chance. Uh I think that's uh because this was the pay per view where R V D was actually coming back to the WWE. Uh and obviously with Philadelphia being the home of ECW, that was kind of like home away from home for him. So the the crowd were just ravenous for him to to be back uh on the show.
1: Yeah. Yeah without a doubt. Yeah. I, I like R V D. He was good when he
0: Yeah, I mean uh if you wanna listen to a quality rvd interview uh james from uh, that Nineties wrestling podcast has done uh a really really good one that's been actually picked up by a lot of uh news outlets uh with some of the some of the stories that he got so yeah uh obviously cool as fucking it he's just really cool
1: yeah yeah definitely definitely it likes likes his green a bit doesn't he <laughs>
0: <laughs> Listening to that interview, he's, he's really kind of been to the science of it, though, as well. Uh, uh, really uh, pushing for it to be legalised. And and um,
1: yeah, it's, uh, he, he loves his marijuana. He does indeed. He does indeed. Aye. Okay. Um, before we carry on any further, Mags, if anyone does follow along with us and watch these matches <laughs> and so on, uh, do I let people know where they can actually find it on the network? It was okay, a bit tricky, so- this one, wasn't it?
0: So yeah, this I uh, I totally apologise. I should have done my uh, prior research, but um, when I was coming up with this topic, obviously we were trying to link it to the back to the the, the show previous with our with our Meng, um, and I thought that this would be a cool link. But um, w, the WWE Network doesn't actually have the Money in the Bank uh, 2013 pre-show on it. So when uh, I went to load it up earlier today. I thought we may end up having to to watch uh, Simon's horrific pick. Uh, because <laughs> we couldn't get hold of it. And for Love no Money, could I find it searching uh, for Money in the Bank pre-show on Google and on uh, the network? Um, and it was only like a last gasp effort where I searched for The Shield versus The Usos and it came up with a, a list of all the matches that they've had over on main event and on SmackDown and on Raw and stuff like that. But in the tucked in the corner was a a Roman Reigns documentary about uh, his greatest uh, title matches of all time, and the first match on that um, on that uh, documentary, which is I think is about three and a half hours long, um, it was this match. So you need uh, if you're going to listen along and 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 watch what we've watched, uh, yeah, search for Roman Reigns as our greatest title matches, and you'll find it there.
1: Yeah, it's in the. Um best of wwe section when you you put the drop down menu there it's roman reigns one it's like you said max the very first match comes on is that one Mm -hmm. isn't it yeah um how different are the usos here i forgot totally i mean obviously i remember them doing the whole the face paint and the neon colors and and so on that that was how they were for for quite a long period of time i guess Mm -hmm. but now looking at them how different are they here and not just in the sort of ring attire and approach and so on but their builds as well that their body shapes they they look like different people
0: yeah they they look like traditional Samoan wrestlers that are really kind of big and muscly um obviously the the bright face paint which they they did they played into for a, a long long time um with um with uh, the play-in-the-pain play kind of gimmick that they went for, uh, and then obviously they transitioned out of that into the the, the uh, Uso penitentiary, which I think suits them a lot more. Um, for me, going back and watching this, it kind of like, for, for early 2010s, it, it just didn't seem to fit for me. It no. was almost like a throwback to uh, the Samoan SWAT team and the and the kind of head-shrinker days, rather than uh, like... Really modern style wrestling.
1: Yeah, it it, it it does seem like quite dated, doesn't it? Even back then, you know, almost cartoony. I suppose.
0: Well, they they were incredibly popular, and even when uh, they came out and did the kind of that like, uh, hacker style dance and and the and the chanting, the fans were were dead into it. And uh, when they did uh, when uh, the when I say, who's you say, or oh, the fans uh, d- definitely like got involved with that. So uh, it was cool to see that.
1: Yeah, I mean, I've got a note about that actually. It's, it made me laugh because his voice kind of broke a bit, didn't it? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I very say, you, you say, <laughs> <laughs>
0: very, very high pitched. <laughs>
1: yeah, crackling his voice away. Like, that made me laugh. Um... <laughs> And then the, the, the Shields make their entrance. And how cool are these guys, man? The music, the look, the, the coming through the crowd. I mean, Seth Rollins kind of lets it down a touch by having half of his hair dyed blonde. I don't think that was ever really a good look. But, um, yeah, how great are these guys?
0: Yeah, so, so good. Uh, just they, for me, are one, are one of the the best kind of like short-lived factions that, that WWE have produced. Really kind of like... I mean, I wasn't watching particularly that much around this time, but um, I knew about The Shield, and I've gone back and watched a hell of a lot of the stuff. And, yeah, they they really kind of like spoke to that, that generation of, of wrestling fans that really stood out uh, in the kind of like the use of hockey kind of uh, wrestling, I suppose.
1: Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, the the other player in this match, I guess, the other, the other participant, I suppose, is the referee. Um, his actual name escapes me. I don't think I've ever really known it, to be fair. In my house, though, Mags, he is just referred to as Orange Ref. Because if you see the guy now, here... I've got a note here that says Orange Ref is less orange because he's not Orange Ref here. He's just kind of building up to it, I guess. But you look at the guy now, he he definitely goes to the Hulk Hogan School of Tanning, doesn't he? He's he's glowing orange when you see this fellow now at NXT or or Raw and SmackDown. Is it,
0: um, I think he's called Drake. Is it Drake Works? I think he's what I want to say. He's kind of like the head referee at uh, NXT.
1: Yeah, and and he, he looks orange, doesn't he? yeah he, he, he loves a uh, sunbed mate he loves a sunbed
0: he definitely definitely does
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: he also loves very controversial uh uh political thoughts and and uh tweets oh does he yeah yeah he's
1: uh he's pro-trump I think. Uh, okay well. yeah uh, okay i mean don't get me wrong each to their own but they're wrong <laughs> 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 but each to their own mate whatever you know is what it is um on commentary, we have uh, the legendary, I suppose, um, the legendary lech of Jerry the King Lawler, um, JBL, and the always irritated Michael Cole to me. Um, but one of them, during sorry? the match, really, who, yeah, Michael Cole, who during the match actually was really annoying me with the way
0: he kept calling Seth, "set" like as if he couldn't say the letter H or like he'd bit his tongue. Was mm-hmm. It was really pissing me off.
1: Well, perhaps he did have a bad tongue. Perhaps he had a particularly tough fish finger and chipped a tooth.
0: <laughs> that could be That could be the case.
1: Yeah, if, if that's the case, Michael, because I know you listen. Um, if that's the case, Michael, I apologise for having to dig at you. Uh, <laughs> I feel your pain, my friend. Um, he mentions that the Usos winning here would lead to them being the first twins to win tag team titles now i sat there watching this match back and thought that cannot be right that can't be right but the more i rack my brains the more i can't think of another team of twins to win a tag team title can you think of any max
0: no um well let me try and rack my brains i mean there's not really that
1: many actual brother tag teams that have, when uh, you say let me rack my brains that means let me type into wikipedia doesn't it i've literally no i'm looking <laughs> at uh
0: if my i mean i've never known michael Cole to tell lars no? uh, wwe have never been ones to kind of like shuffle history around uh to suit their own agenda so i've got no reason to uh disbelieve him um so yeah i dare say it's very very true
1: because you should take everything that comes from face value as being 100% correct and accurate. Yeah,
0: I mean, why would they tell that?
1: Yeah, totally. Totally. Um, <laughs> there, there was that team, weren't there? Were they twins or were they just brothers? They're really massive, huge, fat blokes. Like, massively huge fat blokes.
0: What, that earthquake and typhoon?
1: Oh, an earthquake and typhoon. <laughs> no, like, they, they were huge. They were like... Like oddity is huge. They were like gigantic. You sort of people that you know might be in a circus or something. They made like giant haystacks that like a slim gym. You know these guys were massive, and uh, they were like they were a tag team of that. Uh, that's going back a long time. I'm going to look them up and I'll, I'll I'll put some pictures and stuff on their on the show's Twitter when this comes out. But I wonder if they were twins and they won a tag team title. I don't know. But again, who are we to second guess Michael Cole? Okay. <laughs> uh, was it? Oh
0: no, that. They're not that big. Uh, I have actually googled it now because uh, it was annoying me. But there's twin brothers called the Batten twins, Bart and Brad Batten. Uh, they won uh, world titles all across the world. Um, so, I mean, Michael Cole lied to us. It seems so. The lie. I hope he did chuff his tooth now.
1: Yeah, the I mean. Yeah, <laughs> what a bastard. What a bastard. <laughs> God damn it, Cole! I didn't think you could go any lower in my feelings and thoughts than uh, every time you go, it's boss time, every so time Sasha Banks I've, comes out. But now you've done it, mate. Now you've done it.
0: I've also pulled up uh, the uh, the Sportster, which has the top 15 twins in wrestling history. So perhaps we'll be able to, uh, to pull uh, a team out of there. So let's, here we go. So 15 is the Phoenix Twins. Um, can't say I've heard of them. 14... 14 is the Klimazowski twins, uh, a pair of uh, uh, people who appeared on WCW Nitro. The Batten twins, they look kind of like uh, oh, they've got some some fascinating hairstyles, very uh, Michael Hayes. Uh, the Maguire twins, I think, are the ones that you're talking about. Um, they tip the scale at £1,470. Yeah, massive fellas, isn't they? Huge round deeds. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Number 11 is the Olsen twins, uh, who... um, I don't think they are actually twins, because one of them is Colin Delaney, and one's Jimmy Olsen, and they're not actually real brothers. The Owens twins are a couple of Irish uh, women who uh, were on uh, Tough Enough. The Tate twins, who um, have worked on the indie scene and also for Ring of Honor. Uh, The Cole twins... From the early nineties, uh, we're in WCW. Uh, the Blossom Twins, uh, a couple of our uh, young uh, UK-based wrestlers. The Headhunters—they uh, were champions in Japan and Mexico uh, and ECW. The Shane Twins, oh, you'll remember them, Jim and I. I think they were the Jim and I twins.
1: Oh yeah. Uh,
0: the Harris Twins—I don't think they never won gold in WWE. Uh, obviously, you've got the Hebners. They're, uh, they're clearly twins, uh, although I don't think they've won ever, ever um, any WWE gold. And then number two is the Bellas. Uh, again, I don't think they've won the tag team gold. So, yeah, it looks like Michael Cole might actually be telling the truth for once because number one are the Usos. Huh. Well,
1: there you go. There you go. Hmm. Speaking fact, of the Hebners, fact actually, checking, on, fact checking on, yeah. on chain wrestling. I know you wouldn't have thought it would ever happen, would you? But look, at us getting all professional. <laughs> Speaking of the Hebners, right? Earl Hebner. I don't know if you, you see you. You're not on Facebook, Mags, are you? No. Have you heard about Earl Hebner doing this signing? For um, I don't know the name of the company. Uh, something Inc. Think Inc. Or Thinking Inc. Or something. Like that. He was doing a signing, like an online signing and um it's like a live video so they you message in they 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 take what you want off the message you send them money over paypal and then you mess you message in to the live stream they're doing um the guy who's filming it checks that you've paid then says what you want and then the other guy sat next to whoever it was i mean brian cage did one this week and again i have there did one last couple of days um says okay this is what they want and they pick you know, photo number six and the message they want and they sign it in front of you, hold it up to the camera so you can see it's not a fake, I guess, you know? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um and or i have no or whoever it is will say hello back and all that, you know. Uh this I have no one popped up on, on screen the other day. Um I don't really know what to make of it, mate. If I can find a clip uh, to post it or send it, I will. But it looked like he was absolutely off his face. <laughs> like like annihilated, like proper, you know, you dropping bottle of vodka in his mum's kitchen, drunk. That kind Jesus. of, that kind of smashed. And the bloke next to him, who he did a really good job, was having to literally talk him through everything. He's slurring his words. He he disappeared off screen a couple of times, and I don't know if he was going to go throw up. But the guys were going, "Are you okay? Or what's going on?" Wow. And he was. Oh mate, it was not good. It was not good at all. I felt really sorry for the people hosting, and I also kind of felt sorry for Earl Hebner as well for being in that kind of condition and still being on screen because had a good few hundred people watching and, and stuff, you know.
0: Wow. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Sounds sounds a lot like when. Uh... Jim Ross got fired from the WWE because uh, Rick Flair turned up to a, a press conference drunk, and uh, Jim was like basically tasked with controlling the the uh, and running the press conference, and yeah, uh, Ross Ross took the the brunt of it.
1: Yeah, yeah. So it was it was it was not good. And he had a bottle. I think he started the video drinking a drinking a beer, but at the end he had like a bottle like a, a water bottle or a flask or something that it looked like he just kept gobbing into. Oh, so, I, I Jesus. Know, I, I think, anyway, I couldn't really make out what he was doing, but it looked like he was just kind of spitting into on the sly, like turning away from camera and spitting a little bit. So, I don't know if he had, like, you know, the sort of, you, you know when you start spitting a little bit just before you're about to puke up because you drank too much?
0: Yeah.
1: You know, I don't know if he had a bit of that going on or what, but, oh, mate, it was it was, it was, was like one of those things where you can't look away, but you don't like to watch. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, that sounds like it'd be uncomfortable to
0: to be a part of that.
1: Yeah, yeah. I used to Hold
0: order on. the picture, mind. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> it, just, it just sand and it's just a squiggle because he couldn't write his own name. <laughs> well, it's the thing. He had to, he had to literally write, the, the bloke next to him had to literally shape. Okay, so the message is 2-SI, and that is T-0, leave a space earl, leave a space arrow, there you go, S-I, and, and so on and so forth. And that's how he was doing every single sign
0: Wow. Yeah. And have yeah. you received your photo?
1: Not yet. I mean, <laughs> I mean it, it may not come. Let's no, it may say not. That. It may <laughs> not, mate.
0: It might have drawn a dick on it for all
1: you know. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> to you, Simon. <laughs> <The> Virgin have <laughs> chain wrestling show. You're a melt. <laughs> <laughs> oh, anyway, anyway, getting back to the twins at hand. Um, these adverts they kept having during the, the kick-offs, annoying, isn't it? But obviously not advert adverts, but they, they sort of disappear off screen, don't they?
0: Yeah, it, it it almost felt like a clip show where they were cutting out parts of the of of the match. Uh, yeah, it was very very
1: annoying. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, there's one spot of, you know that looks really really good. Um, I sort just used quite a bit where. It's almost like a superplex off the top, and then somebody else runs in, grabs... Oh, that, the, and turn the, the Tower powerful. of Doom.
0: Yeah, the big okay, Tower
1: of Okay, is that Duke. the name of it, is it? Yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, I thought that looked really, really good. Um, yeah, that, that, it was... I mean,
0: it's done a lot now nowadays, but I, I suppose back then it wasn't as, uh, as popular, so it, it really did kind of stand out. The, the one thing in, in this match that I really enjoyed uh, was uh, just how on the ball... Uh, both teams were in. In terms, I mean, there was no kind of um, uh, miss spots. Uh, there was a point where Seth Rollins got uh, thrown to the uh, to uh, the ringside, uh, and then uh, just as the Usos was going for a tag, he was able to pull. Uh, I think it was Jimmy um, off off the uh, off the uh, the the ring just before Jay uh, got the tag, and then they kind of uh, repeated that. Uh, Later on in the match, with uh, the Usos doing the same thing to uh, to Roman, so Seth couldn't get the tag. I thought that was a cool little move where they they like kind of revisited that. Um, it was, uh, I thought, for, for a, a pre-show match, I thought that was really well done.
1: Yeah, yeah, and there's lots of occasions as well where you know it's, it's the the one two, and then somebody else comes in and breaks up the count. Mm-hmm. Um, the timing was was great of that sort of thing. I mean, it wasn't done so much that it annoyed me to the point where tag rules then go out the window. Because that's a big bugbear I have with some modern wrestling, how tag rules don't seem to apply. But it was done enough to add to the match rather than take away from it, I guess. Mm -hmm. Um, There was one moment as well. uh, I think it might have been that... What did you say? It was Tower of Doom, isn't it? Um, Michael Cole went out of his way to try and ruin that for me by shouting, You've got to be kidding me! No, Michael, (laughs) no it's right there for you to see <laughs> no one's killing you no one's winding you up it's on your monitor and it's two yards away from you you know oh god he drives me nuts um reigns bangs out a superman punch as well i, I can't even, i can't remember him using that this early on i thought this was no, like a, no. something he, he sort of developed later on sort of thing he does it he does a couple of them
0: uh there's another one where um. Oh no! In fact, no, he it doesn't. It's uh, it's in the. I watched a few matches uh to to lead up to this to see how we got got to this match. Um, and he uses the the Superman punches uh, a couple of times in in uh, some of the build up matches. Um, so basically, how the Usos got to this match, uh, they won a triple threat. Uh. To, on the 24th of June episode of Raw uh, to become the number one contenders. They beat Tons of Fun, uh, who were obviously Albert and Broadus Clay and they beat Jinder That and does Drew. sound like lots of fun. Yeah, tons. It's tons and tons <laughs> of fun. Tons of fun. <laughs> <laughs> and then they beat uh, they also beat 3MB uh, which was Jinder and Drew uh, to become the number one contenders. Uh, the interesting thing about this match though was uh um, Broadus was in this kind of lap when he had funkedactals, and one of his Funkodactyls was Naomi, who's yeah. obviously the uh, uh, the wife of I think is is it Jay who's who she's married to?
1: I'd have to ask the wife, mate. She I don't uh... mm-hmm.
0: So yeah, uh, she was on the the opposite side uh, uh, of of a partner. Uh, but after that match, we get the 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 shield appearing in front to the in the crowd and getting a bit of a stare off. Um, then uh, the next episode of SmackDown, uh, we see the the Usos and and Christian team up to take on all three of the shield which is then repeated uh on the the first of july episode of raw uh we get a uh usos beating the road scholars on the the july the fifth episode of smackdown and then we get a, a really good heart video uh from the three guys in the shield uh about uh the, the, the upcoming match And then a little bit about Dean Ambrose uh, Talking uh, crap about Christian uh, And then on the Go home show of, of Smackdown Just before this event uh, We get a singles match with Seth and Jey Uso And uh, the finish of, of That match is, uh, comes where uh Jay is going to go for a top rope move. Uh, I assume is his uh, kind of frog splash, and uh, Roman actually gives him the, the, the Superman punch there uh, for for Seth to be able to hit the curb stomp and pick up a quick victory. So yeah, I think he, it, it's a case of him just bringing that move into his arsenal uh, around this town.
1: Yeah, okay. I didn't realise it was this early on, but yeah, you've said he's used it quite a bit, so. Yeah, fair enough. Um something he I I can always remember him using is the the move he finishes the match with, I guess. Uh, he hits a massive spear, doesn't he? It's really, really impressive when, when Roman hits a, a move like that.
0: Yeah, absolutely is and, and the way they, they set this up with the with the bland tag, uh, I thought was brilliant tag team uh, Yeah. um uh, skills and, and Michael Cullen and, and JBL really kind of like emphasise this uh, during the commentary that obviously the Shield are known for uh, using their numbers to um, to outwit and outmanoeuvre their opponents uh, but uh, the both commentators make a, a big deal of the fact that whilst it's two on two whilst the numbers are actually even the shield are still able to basically outnumber their opponents by knowing exactly where to be at the right time to be able to kind of like overpower uh, the Usos. So yeah, I thought the the this is one time where the um, the commentary really helped put over the the two teams. And uh, yeah, I, I actually really enjoyed watching this match. I thought it was aside from the the cuts uh, that make it look like a clip show on the the adverts. Yeah, I thought this was a. A a very good um, kick-off match.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it did its purpose, I guess, didn't it? The crowd Mm -hmm. crowd were hot by the end of it. and not saying that they weren't into it at the beginning, of course, but they they were hot by the end. I I really enjoyed it, too. It was a a good tag-team contest, good tag-team wrestling, something you don't always necessarily see nowadays. Um, I mean, for me, Mags, I suppose, if we're talking about the end and how good it was, we might as well rate it now. I mean, for me... I'm I'm quite happy giving this a, a a solid seven out of ten, mate. How, how do you feel about this one?
0: Yeah, I mean, seven sounds about right to me. It was um, ultimately it'd be forgettable. Uh, all the all the people in the match have had way better matches, but then again, they've all probably had way worse. Or so, uh, bang in the middle, seven uh, sounds sounds like a, a a good pick to me.
1: Yeah, yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, okay then, so I suppose the next thing we need to tackle is where we go next week, where the chain takes us all if uh, for next week's show. Me and Mags both put a topic up for you to vote upon, linked with this match, and that will then take us into next week. Uh, Mags, do you want to go first or second, my friend? I'll happily go first. You carry um,
0: on. So, we've... Uh, We've had the familial link with uh, with uh, the, the father of brother tag teams. And uh, now we've gone on to um, the actual brother tag teams. I think uh, I'd like to continue that that theme of uh, familial links and certainly the theme of brothers in wrestling. Um, many, many famous brothers uh, uh, have, have been wrestling. Um, we've gone through some of those uh those top 15 from the sports, the website. But I think uh, one of the 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 most well-known uh, brother uh, uh, family kind of links is the heart. Uh, such a, a massive dynasty with, that Stu was able to create up there in uh, Montreal, uh, Canada. Um, and I'd like to to kind of focus on on the heart uh, brothers. Obviously, the, the biggest two for wrestling fans will be Brett and Owen. Yeah. And I don't think there's uh there's been a bigger match between those two than the, the match uh at WrestleMania 10, um where it was brother versus brother in the the, the, the curtain jerker uh which which ended up with uh, Brett leaving the event as uh as WWF champion. Uh so yeah I think I'd like to go to WrestleMania 10 um Brett versus Owen
1: Hart. Oh, mate, what a shite. What a shite. That's a fantastic match. That is, I mean, so I think... WrestleMania <sighs> 10 I love. It's one of those, again, the same as King Ring 93 and SummerSlam 89. One well, of those VHS tapes that I played over and over and over again. Um, everyone remembers the ladder match, but this is just absolutely fantastic, pure wrestling match. It's, it's brilliant. Oh, what a great shout Max. That's awesome. Yep. Thank absolutely you. Absolutely brilliant. No, you're very welcome. <laughs> um... Okay, let's see what I've got to go up against it. Uh, we have the show we're looking at today coming out of Philadelphia, which is um, ECW country and they're all chanting for Rob Van Dam on his return and so on. Uh, something else to, or somebody else, I guess, that came out of Philadelphia, quite famously, um, is the boxer Rocky Balboa. Um, okay. series of films great films Max. the early ones are the best aren't they they get a bit much towards the end I guess but I, I really enjoy those films the first one and, and it is probably my favourite still to this day um, however in Rocky 3 there's a special guest star who we can go back and watch save the world in 1991 from the evil Iraqi sympathizer, Sergeant Slaughter, and that is Mr. Hulk Hogan at WrestleMania Seven. Max, I just, I just fancy that.
0: Yeah, I mean, who doesn't like a bit of Thunder Lips? That was his name in the in the in the in the film, it
1: Thunder Lips thing. Yeah, it's not, it's not just you stating some kind of sexual <laughs> practice. Who doesn't like? I a mean, bit of Thunder Lips. <laughs> I mean, it could be. Again, I'm not one to kink shame. No, there you go. There you go. That's not actually where we're going, Max. I'm, I'm going to save that I've got a date in mind, my friend, when oh, we go back God and look at that on. wonderful match. Um, it's coming, ladies and gents. It's coming. <laughs> um, <laughs> what we're actually going to do is still use the Philadelphia link, uh, Rob Van Dam in the main event of Money in the Bank in 2013. So we've got the Philadelphia link, UCW link, the Rob Van Damme link. Uh, I'd like to take us to ECW mags somewhere that the chain hasn't, Ooh. uh, hasn't passed through just yet. Um, and I'm going to go, I think for a Rob Van Dam match, seeing as he is in the main event of the show. We've just had a match from, and I will go for Rob Van Dam versus Jerry Lynn, uh, at ECW hardcore heaven, 1999. It is oh. on the network. I'll double check. um, it's, it's a barnstormer of a contest. It's uh, a banger. But at the same time, Brett V. Owen is a barnstormer of a contest. Mags, do you know what? Do you know what I reckon? I reckon Wrestling Twitter can't screw us this week because either way, we win.
0: Yeah, we absolutely win. I mean, Jerry Lynn versus um, uh, Rob Van Damme in ECW was... I don't believe that they had a bad match. I can't think of a, a bad match that they've had of the ones I've seen. Um, that's a, a brilliant pick. I mean, for me, I personally would have probably preferred their uh, Hardcore Heaven 2000 match. Um, but yeah, it's still going to be a, a banger to to watch this one if it wins.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's it. So there we go. That's our, our choices for next week. Um, the poll will be put up on our... Twitter account. Um, If you follow the show on Facebook, sorry, open a Twitter, follow the show on there. (laughs) Um, (laughs) But uh, the poll will be put up on Twitter, um, at Chain underscore Wrestling. And your choices for next week are... The amazing Bret Hart versus Owen Hart opener from WrestleMania 10, which is an absolute classic. Or the Rob Van Dam versus Jerry Lynn contest from ECW Hardcore Heaven 1999. Um oh, yeah. great picks. Oh, oh absolutely picks. Bloody good wrestling next week. I'm so happy. <laughs> uh, yeah, okay then. So, Max, um, all that's left, I suppose, is for... Us to uh, let people know where they can find us online, and where can people find you? Okay, well, I am only on the
0: Twitters at Kirby where I am uh, involved with uh, many amazing uh, podcast um, uh, projects with many amazing uh, podcasters, uh, including uh, this uh, this good fellow right here. Uh, so yeah, come and uh, give me a follow on there, and there's uh, usually links to the the content that uh, I am involved in
1: yeah great stuff lots of different content as well there's ufc isn't there there's uh, a football show there's all sorts there. Mm -hmm. a little something for everyone i think and when you got a podcaster as talented as mags covering (laughs) as many different subjects as that it's well worth checking out people okay
0: i appreciate Um, it
1: no problem uh you can find me at sjp words you can find the show again at chain underscore wrestling where you'll find the poll for this week's uh sorry the yeah you'll find the options for this week's poll on the tweet tagged below the episode when it comes out um yeah i'm off now to ask my mum where her broom was 20 years ago max (laughs) i will speak to you next week my friend